Hello and welcome to another special Champions League edition of the Celtic View podcast. My name is Martin Diel and today I'm joined once again by Celtic View editor Paul Cuddihy. How you doing Martin? I'm very good Paul, thank you very much. And Celtic View reporter Mark Henderson. How you doing Martin? Great, thanks guys. Now today we're coming to you from the bustling streets of Barcelona where the Scottish champions are in town to take on Luis Enrique's Catalan Giants for match day one of the Champions League group stages. Tonight's game sees the boys take on Barcelona for the seventh time in Europe and although they'll be up against the best strike force in continental club competition, they do go into the game with a lot of confidence having dished out a five-goal derby drubbing to their city rivals at the weekend at Paradise. Now in today's podcast we'll be talking about that, tonight's game and a special competition where you can win a signed Christian Gamboa Celtic top. But before all that, Let's hear what the Hoops had to say at last night's press conference at the New Camp with Brendan Rodgers and Tom Rogic speaking to the media. Tom, was the um, the result of the weekend the perfect build-up to tomorrow's match and how much does Barcelona's defeat give Celtic hope? Performed well on the weekend. Um, I think we've had some momentum building for some time and... Um, you know, we're in a good place at the moment and we have, uh, you know, quality within our squad. So, of course, the weekend was pleasing and uh, I feel as though we're ready uh, to come here now. And, um, yeah, like we said, um, I guess the result on the weekend proves that, um, you know, anything can happen here. Yeah, as I said, um, uh, I think, uh, you know, obviously it wasn't ideal for them, but they're a top side and... Uh, with quality players and they'll be looking to bounce back so uh, we're wary of that and uh, ready for the, uh, the challenge. Tom, how much belief do you have? I know you've had a taste of playing against Barcelona and Dublin but how big a step up is this and how much belief do you have going into this game? Yeah, as I said, I think they're one of the best sides in the world and you know we're aware of the quality they have uh, individually and as a squad so um, you know we're, we know it's going to be difficult um, but as I said, uh, we're full of uh, confidence at the moment and uh, we have reason to believe that um, you know we have quality uh, to to get a result. Tom, how much are you enjoying your football under Brendan at the moment? And just on the, the, the Rangers match, how much did you celebrate it, particularly given the last time you played them, it was your penalty miss that kind of lost the match? Wow! <laughs> 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 How do you feel about that, Tom? Look, um, I guess in football you uh, always give an opportunity to make things right, and um, that was in the past. You know, you learn from these things, and I think uh, what better way, um, as I said, to put things right than the performance we had on the weekend. So, um, fantastic result, um, but we move on. We have bigger games, and um, you know they don't stop. So. Uh, as I said, things are going well and um, enjoying working with the manager, looking forward to the future and yeah, things are good. Hello, you know Luis Suarez of course, the, the last coach of Suarez in Liverpool is Brendan Rodgers. Uh, what is your opinion about Suarez now in Barcelona and comparing Liverpool time and now in Barcelona, thanks. Yeah, I think... Um, you know, he's one of the best players of the, in the world at the moment. There's no doubting that. Um, uh, I think he's gone to a new level since he's come to the club. And uh, I think his goals, goals record was um, in his first 100 games is, is unbelievable. So, you know, he's not the only one in the team. As I said, they're one of the best teams in the world and they have the best players in the world. But 
um, it's exciting and it's going to be a challenging prospect and something we're looking forward to. Brendan, um, Barcelona, clearly the favourites for tomorrow night. Not many um, give Celtic much hope. What gives you hope as the manager? Well, I think as a manager in every game you go into, you obviously uh, have to believe that you can get a positive result. Um, we respect that this is arguably the best team in the world, um, with probably a, a front three that may be one of the best of all time. Um, I know working with Louis, that Louis on his own used to occupy a back four defence on his own. So if you put Neymar and Messi into that, then of course it's a very, very difficult task. But we were obviously very early stages working together, but what I've seen in, in the team since I've worked with them is that they have a real hunger and desire to do very well in every single training session and every single game. So we respect that this will be a very, very difficult game. Um, on the back of a really tough game, but great result at the weekend. Um, but these are the types of games that you want to, to be involved in. And uh, like I say, we have to try and come up with a plan that can uh, get us a, a positive result. Hi, good afternoon okay. here in your Hi. back. Uh, were you surprised uh, about Barcelona's defeat last Saturday? And what did you expect in that sense? Uh, do you expect that could be positive for your squad and the way you play tomorrow? It can be positive, but also sometimes you can waken up a team when it has a result like that. But um, Alaves done very well in the game. They defend it very, very well. And with the possession that they had, they created uh, and scored two good goals. I think that obviously Lewis made a number of changes to the team and was probably felt, of course, every manager, when you pick a team, you pick a team to get the result. Uh, but of course, he and the players will be disappointed. So, um, so it can be a positive, but it can also work the other way. When you work with uh, big players, they always want to then go out in the next game and, and have a good result and good performance. Brendan, when, you come, when you're coming off the back of a, a big win in a derby, 100 miles an hour, how much do you have to change and adapt coming somewhere like this when it's on a totally different scale? Yeah, well, every game is different, whether it's in, in Scotland or whether it's in Europe. Every, every game is a different idea. There's a different plan going into each game. Of course, you come over to here, you know, there, this team is much, much stronger than ourselves have come to here and, and had to play and work in a, in a way which is maybe different to how they normally play. Uh, so you have to respect that. But, like as I say, we... We put pressure on ourselves to do well, you know, because if you're successful and you want to be successful, you'll always be playing with pressure. You know, some people will say this might be a free game, and maybe for a lot of people it is. But if you want to be successful, you always are playing with pressure, so you have to be able to deal with that. Now, we'll probably come under pressure here that we may never come under, you know, in any game that we play in. This is a team that's built around the ball, built around possession, they test you physically, they test you tactically, mentally, and so on every aspect of football. How they, their, their style over the last 30 odd years, it tests your game. So for us, the result at the weekend was fantastic. 
really, really good performance uh, so early on in our stages of working together. Um, but, uh, but like I say, this is a, a completely different challenge, but one that we're really relishing and looking forward to. Do you think that Barca comes a little bit upset after the defeat against Alaves? Do you think it makes him more dangerous or even more dangerous? Or do you think you will end up play, play, uh, paying for the broken plates or whatever with Luis Enrique and, and, and company tomorrow? No, I, I think it's, it's a dangerous game whether they, they win or lose. You know, because my... My past of working with top-class players is that they they put themselves under pressure in every single game they play. So if if they win the game against Alaves or lose the game, they still this is still a big game. It's a big competition for Barcelona, and in particular in these last few years when they have won it in the most recent past. So I'm sure they want to to look to win it again. So. The danger of the game is, well, is still the same. It's a very, very tough game. So there we are, guys. Brendan Rodgers speaking to the media at the camp now. And uh, the manager sounds in confident mood, Paul. And after that weekend result, who can blame him? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's incredible we're getting into the, the game on the back of an emphatic Derby victory. And also Barcelona are getting into the game on the back of a really surprising home defeat. I mean, the manager obviously is well aware that that could have a, a positive or a negative effect from a Barcelona point of view. But, you know, when the draw was made, you know, we're up against one of the best teams in the world. It's, it's as hard as a tie as we could possibly get. But he couldn't ask for any more ahead of this game. He couldn't ask for better form. The confidence in the team must be sky high after the weekend demolition derby. So, you know, everything's OK. I don't think the players are under any illusions. It's going to be as tough as you can possibly get at the new camp. But certainly I'm sure they'll be really looking forward to it. And Mark, you and I were there for the, the press conference last night and even just, I guess, kind of standing at pitch side to see the, the size of the stadium and then you look at the, the list of the players. But you were writing what Tom Rogic had to say last night. Um, their fo Celtic are focused on themselves, you know, and they're not really looking too much into the, the size of task ahead of them. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting what Tom was saying in the press conference, Martin. Like he was he spoke with real real belief, real confidence. Um certainly he and the players aren't phased by the challenge of coming here and getting a positive result. And, you know, why not? I mean they've been playing such great football this season, turning teams over, including at the weekend there, you know, not just on the ball, it's the work off the ball that's been really, really impressive by the team. And uh Coming here, obviously, it's possibly the hardest place to go in world football just now because you know you're not going to have the ball for long periods of the game. Your concentration levels have got to be immaculate throughout the 90 minutes, as we've seen in the past here. So it's going to be a real tough task. But, you know, the players are going in full of belief, full of confidence, and I'm sure Brendan Rodgers will have a really sound game plan uh, for them to adopt tomorrow. There was a, a a line in the press this week about you know Celtic can take this game as a free game, um because it done so well at the weekend and nothing is expected of us taking on Barcelona. The manager was saying fair enough. Some people can think about it like that, but we aren't looking at it like that. Um, what do you think, Paul? Celtic can really hope for out of this match now that they're they're going into it with that kind of fighting attitude. I mean, as as we've said, it's as difficult as you can get. 
I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if we've actually ever won in, on Spanish soil. So I had a look at that earlier on. No, I don't think we have. And you know, we're playing against a, a top class team, a team that obviously has aspirations to win the, the tournament. But I, th- I think the manager's absolutely right. There's no point just coming along for the two day holiday, you know, and, and thinking, well, that's fine. We'll get back to league action at the weekend because that's not why he's came to Celtic. It's not why he's, he's steered us into the group stages of the Champions League. I think he looks at that group, and it's it's a really tough group. But I'm sure his ambitions are to finish in the top two, if possible. Now, obviously, we know how strong we can be at home against anyone in a Champions League night. But I'm sure he'd look to see if we can, he can go off to a good start, even get a point. You know, we, we remember the time, the, the year we actually ended up winning at home against Barcelona. We were seconds away from getting a point in the new Camp. So it's not impossible. And Alaves showed at the weekend, you know, they're newly promoted. They, they come to the new Camp. I'm sure nobody at all in Spain gave them a chance of, of winning and they did it so they've shown that it, it's possible and I'm sure that the manager will use that hopefully to inspire the team Do you think there's maybe a feeling as well of the, the pressure being off in the sense that we're, we're, we're now in the group stages and when you think back to the qualifying campaign how tense some of those matches were particularly away from home because the players and everyone there knew how much was riding on it. Now we know that we're in the group stages and it's essentially a reputation and pride in a match like this that you're focusing on as well as the points. Does that change it slightly? I think to a certain extent, Martin. Um, I mean, definitely, I mean, the qualifying stages to get in the Champions League are, are real nerve-wracking occasions. Um, so much is at stake in these games and you can see what it takes takes out of the players and the coaching staff mentally and physically. It's, it's really, really arduous. But I think when you get to the group stages, I think that goes out the window because you're here on merit and you want to do well. I mean, I remember the, the, when we got into into the Champions League under Neil Lennon for the first time and, of course, we had Barcelona in the group and we came here and everyone was saying the same things. You know, this is a free game. You know, everyone should just enjoy the occasion. But we came here and played really well, and as Paul mentioned, uh, we were within seconds of getting a 1-1 draw, and everyone was absolutely devastated after the game because we put so much into it and really de- deserve something for for our efforts. And I think the players in the management team, you know, they'll be going into this group stage. Everyone will be writing them off. I mean, I heard it after the draw as well, the usual lazy punditry, mm-hmm. you know, dismissing Celtic completely, saying, oh, well, if they're going to go out, they may as well go out to the, the glamour Aye. teams, you know, which is really lazy considering the same things were said the last time Celtic were in the Champions League. So if we can go out there tomorrow and, you know, put on a positive performance, we'll see what happens. And, you know, I, I, there's certainly no reason to go here in fear. Uh, Barcelona, we can go there, we know how they're going to play, we'll set up in a game plan and hopefully, you know, we can be very effective in it and, and get something out of it because if we do, how much of a boost is that going to be for the rest of the Champions League campaign? It would really shake things up in this group. I would also send a message to the other teams if Celtic, you know, could come away from the new camp with a positive result in the first match. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure Barcelona and Manchester City, certainly Barcelona know what we're like and they'll know how difficult it will be at Celtic Park but I'm sure both of them initially would have looked at probably Munchen Gladbach as being the rivals for those top two places but you know I, I, th- I don't think they'll underestimate Celtic and certainly you know you'd imagine Brendan Rodgers will just look at Barcelona and see how he can play against them I mean you just look at their team and they have one of the best front lines I think the best front line in, in the world and, and, and Suarez, Messi and Neymar so you know, it's it's not like the the players are under any illusions, but you know, I think that's why people come to Celtic because you want to play in the Champions League. But not only that, they want to play against the best players in the world. And you know, 
I think you you spoke to Colo Touri uh, for the match programme for the weekend, uh, Martin. And I, you know, one of the things that, that stuck out was at 35, he's done so much in his career, but yet he's the, the, the prospect of playing against Lionel Messi is something he's absolutely thrilled yeah, about. And that, that I think, can only help the team. I think there's that, that kind of touches on the kind of quiet ambition and quiet belief that's within the team. Guys like Colo Touri, say, despite being 35, um, and you know, it was 10 years ago that he was at his peak as a player in, in terms of playing in the Champions League because he was in the final against Barca. Um, but Tom Rogic as well tonight in the press conference, you, you see him have these wee wry smiles to himself when uh, you know people ask valid questions like, you know, when you're a young boy playing football in Australia, did you ever think it would get to this? Or was the new Camp somewhere that you'd always aspired to play? And I think Tom can acknowledge these sort of um these narrative lines that you can pull out of his career but he's still looking at it as no i'm i'm here as a, a footballer to compete so i fair enough these guys like messi suarez neymar they might be the most famous names in football but there's every chance that i could walk away from the stadium tomorrow like tonight having made a name for myself as well well i think tom you know he has just got better and better uh, this season again martin that it's just really fantastic to see him playing without injury and uh, you know being able to go in the park and just think about playing his football because he's such a talented player wonderful technique I think in the first half uh, in the derby at the weekend he was outstanding um, obviously the manager only played him for around 10 minutes or so of the second half after his travel exertions but he's certainly something that will be going into the, the, the new camp tomorrow thinking right this is the big stage and I can show that I can compete in the big stage and he's certainly got the talent for it and uh, you know, hopefully, he can show he can really show that uh, against the best team in, in world football. Fingers crossed, and he's certainly impressed in the, the summer months as well, playing against uh, some really big teams and albeit pre-season friendlies. But this was a guy who really didn't have any body of work underneath him to say to Brendan Rodgers, you know, to just stick me into the team. So he was trying in those matches. So uh, Tom's about a vital player for us, uh, along with with many others uh, tomorrow night. Uh, or tonight rather, sorry. So um, before we sort of wrap things up then, as is becoming customary <laughs> for us. For a prediction? Yeah, I don't know oh. if I can give you, I'll, I'll ask for a prediction for a score because it's, it is very hard. But what what do you think a real chances are tomorrow night? I mean, I think, you, you know, I think you, you have to, you have to hope that we can get, you know, a result. I mean, obviously the win would just be a dream. But I think if, even if, we, you know, Mark said earlier on in the podcast, if we could get even a point, what a great boost it would be to the start of our European campaign because we'll get then two consecutive home games coming up. So, you know, I think we have to, after Saturday, you know, let's be optimistic. Let's just say, you know, we're not going to get beat. OK, Mark? Well, uh, I was very close to being spot on with my prediction for Saturday's game, uh, 4-1. Just a little bit too conservative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so... Obviously, I'm I'm doing well in the predictions, so hopefully, if I predict a draw, we will get that. Look, I mean, let's make no mistake. This is going to be a almighty task to get anything out of this match, but um, let's see what happens. It's it's hard to predict against Barcelona because if they have one of those games, they can take any team apart, no matter how well organised they are. So, you know, just let's fingers crossed. We put in a great performance. Barcelona don't have one of those days and. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'll be the same as you guys. I'll go for a draw. I think earlier on in this, the the La Liga season, I watched, uh, <coughs> just caught one of their games live on a, a Sunday. Um, 
and I think it was Real Sociedad they were playing and within like 20 25 minutes it was 4-0 and I texted my friends saying this is one of those Barca games that's happening just now and I think it ended up 6-1 six, six or something like that so you pray something like that doesn't happen um, and you you also sort of pray that the the nerves and the confidence of the players rightly hold in a match this because we have done very well so even if we do concede a couple of goals in the first half have that belief that the manager has instilled in them to, to keep going and uh, going and as you guys say hopefully get a draw in our first match because it would be great to get it in the hardest game. Absolutely. Uh, now, before we go, uh, we did promise you the chance to win a signed Celtic top from new boy Christian Gamboa and we've got the info on that now. Uh, to enter the competition, simply tell us how many goals Celtic scored on Saturday against Rangers in the Glasgow Derby. I'm sure you'll be able to rack your brains <laughs> and answer that one. So we're expecting a lot of entries. So if you're wanting to enter the competition, just send us your answers via email to CelticView at celticfc.co.uk make sure you include your full name uh, give us your address and a contact number as well the winner for that will be announced in the full length Celtic View podcast which we're hoping to have out for you later this week which is going to give you all the usual exclusive content uh, ahead of next weekend's match and also the following week's view now um Obviously, the competition involves you trying to remember how many goals we scored at the weekend. And speaking of goals, we thought a fitting way to finish off this Champions League special podcast would be to relive the most recent times that the Celts have scored at the new Camp and their previous trips to the home of Barcelona. So step up, George Samaras and John Hartson, and uh, take a wee audio trip down memory lane as Paul Cudahy and the rest of the Celtic TV team uh, take you through some of our most recent goals against Barcelona. And until next time, hail, hail. Curls a free kick into the box. It's a chance, and it's Giorgio Samaras has scored for a second consecutive season at the new Camp. He heads the ball into the back of the net from inside the six yard box. Charlie Mulgrew knows the delivery needs to be good here. Celtic will get a few chances in this match. Mulgrew steps up, curls one in, and it's into the net. Giorgio Samaras that gives Celtic the lead here. It was terrible defending from Barcelona. The manager can't believe it, and we can't believe it either. What a start to this match as Barcelona now Celtic won. This time, here's Petro. It's a good ball, and it's in. Martin has scored and equalised. Right at the far post. 